you got fucked up. <laughs> For listeners at home, Casey fat tired my sock. <laughs> But go on. <laughs> I can't even see you. I'm crying. It's your funeral, bro. There are good movies and there are great movies, but that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. <laughs> we are four film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay and I'm joined by Dave. Hello. Casey. I'm also Fred Durst. And Juice. I'm actually a giant robot. <laughs> Well, Mr. Giant Robot, what is our theme this month? This month, we are going back to our childhood, finding all of the stuff that we know that we loved, and we probably still have a place for it in our heart, though we're not going to admit that to anybody except you guys. Kind of so, like the first time that you clean your belly button out with a Q-tip. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of, it's like a time capsule. Well, Everybody yeah, has it. But that's my ruined childhood. Thanks. Yeah. You're, You're welcome. welcome. You use a Q-tip? I just it, get in there with a finger. <laughs> Well, no, you gotta use a Q-tip soaked in rubbing alcohol. Oh no! Oh my God, you have so much time traveling. <laughs> There's gonna be shit in there from when you were a kid. I don't want to know Just the answer to that question. Just don't in with your nose. You don't want it in your mouth either. I'm not sure. Okay, finger Dave, tell me. Outside from ruining your fingertips. <laughs> Everybody's just sitting through that. Okay, finger Dave. For our listeners at home, Dave doesn't have like small fingers. That's so very. Again, I feel like you have a lot of exploring of your body to do. Like, later. did you use your pinky? Like, just get in there with like the pinky tip, and that's it. I've never it? seen you with a coke nail, so I'm I'm pretty sure you cannot get in there. No, you know you know I'm cautious about my nails. I just filed these bitches today. Dave, fuck your hygiene. What movie did we watch this week? This week, we watched 1989's Robot Jocks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Directed by Stuart Gordon, who four years before this did another cult classic, Reanimator, uh, which is... <laughs> that is a beautiful yeah, movie. Beautiful and terrible film. This is actually the movie that bankrupted Empire Pictures. Oh, really? Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, they went... Uh, that's this why one? Mm-hmm. I can see I why. Don't, I don't know why. Why? Why? You're kidding because me? They're giant fucking <laughs> robots. Yeah, those got to be expensive robots. Yeah, I love this movie. It's not the robots, it's the film because it's so much stop animation. This was a movie that I loved when I was a kid. I found it at a local video store that I'm pretty sure bought it in a lot of like just 200 gross unlabeled VHS cassettes mm -hmm. and then threw it on the wall. That's how right that on. works. Yeah, it really comes across like filler movie. Uh, but I enjoyed the hell out of it for number one, robot fights. And number two, I'm not going to say it was the first, but there's a momentary butt shot in this movie that to 10 year old Dave I think was the first time you ever went huh okay butts are pretty cool <laughs> there's also a mostly crotch shot of our main character who looks like discount Mick Jagger yeah everybody wears jumpsuits and they uh, keep, them, keep them zipped way down low discount Mick Jagger you think yeah in the face I don't know all right I can see that yeah listen the only thing scarier than snakes Dave are elevators and you're in an elevator right now riding up the leg of a mech ready to go okay. fight the Ruskies oh no but here's the thing yeah Tex Magoo your frenemy <laughs> that wears a 10 gallon hat to a robot fight damn Tex has cut the cable wires and you are crashing down the thigh the knee the shin you have 10 seconds sell this fucking movie to me robot Rocky after World War 4 
That was two seconds. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't and have time to look at my watch. <laughs> I, I had that. It took me more time to process that, yeah. to know that you were actually <laughs> speaking the truth, than it did for you to fucking say that. I, I should, uh, let me clean it up. Rocky Four instead of World War Four. <laughs> Robot Rocky Four. There we go. Robot Rocky Four. There it is. I guess the nice thing about you doing it that quickly is you can get several elevator pitches off on your elevator pitch to death. Yeah, you know, I can re- I can work on it. I you can don't like that? Well, okay, down. I got this now. Yeah. Casey, as the elevator's plummeting to the earth, I glance up to see that you are actually clinging to the top of this elevator. <laughs> For what purpose, I don't know. And I will never fucking tell you. Exactly <laughs> as I'd expect. <laughs> so in the 10 seconds before you hit the earth, sell me this movie. Instead of Cold War, we rock'em sock'em robot? Yeah, Four th- seconds. I got three, but all right, I'll go with you. Uh, you know what? I'll yeah. take either one. I didn't want to give the whole plot away, but I realized I kind of did that, and I'm really sorry. I kind of took your yeah, job that was, tonight, that was really Dave. all of it. That's pretty much the whole I mean, I think movie. between both of you, you got it covered. Yeah, really we've got good. a good idea. So, Dave, why don't you walk us through the movie that Shitty Cinema watched? Please. Just a slow, lumbering kunk of giant <laughs> robot legs explaining this movie. We will stop motion animate you doing that juice all right robot jocks is set 50 years after world war three when nuclear weapons have destroyed all of the planet the two remaining superpowers have agreed to outlaw traditional warfare and instead all disputes are now settled with giant mech battles which is an objectively better solution yeah that's a reasonable that's yeah. precisely how i would think of how to do things if right. i could robot deal Ideal society. So mech pilots are known as robot jocks who are contracted to fight 10 times or die trying. Our hero of the film is Achilles, nine times winner for the American lead power known as The Market because it's the <laughs> 1980s and it's a propaganda film, turns out. He's helped along by his coach Tex Conway, the only previous pilot to win 10 fights and just biggest stereotype ever. Tex tells you everything you need to know about He's him. from Texas. Yeah. And the engineer, Dr. Matsumoto, who comes up with all the secret weapons for the robot every fight. He's basically Q. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Achilles goes up against Alexander, the jocks for the Soviet superpower known as the Confederation. Because it's the 80s. Right. Because 80s it's propaganda. the fucking 80s. They're fighting for the rights to Alaska. For some reason, the giant mech arena has seating for spectators like 30 feet away from yeah. the robot fight. Okay, but it's depressing in the future. So, I mean, what other joy are we getting? <laughs> That's true. It's implied that there's some sort of lottery program to get a seat in the, what do they call them? I don't remember. The bunker bums? The yeah, they're the bunker, bunker bums. Bunker bums. <sighs> well, you can also get like robot Kino too and win money. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's betting from trailers. Yeah. Achilles and Alexander square off and Achilles' new secret weapon, uh, what was his secret weapon in the first fight? A green, the green laser? laser? The green laser. It's useless. And Tex complains that a spy must have leaked the details. During the melee section of the fight, Alexander uses an, an illegal weapon, a rocket-powered fist punch, which knocks Achilles into the stadium seating and kills about 300 people who really shouldn't have been sitting there. They like, were really, really close. Cl- yeah, really, really close. Really. If any of the robots tripped, they were going into this It was like, stadium. what if NASCAR, if the walls were made of humans, <laughs> instead of actual walls, and then we were shocked right. when people got wasted. And the, the cars were several times larger than yes. the stadiums. The film makes it clear they signed waivers. It does. Oh, yeah, they did point that out. Yeah, we get a media frenzy about the 300 unnecessary deaths. They point out that everybody signed wa- waivers. The referees rule the fight was a draw because they do not give a fuck. No. <laughs> and we get a rematch arranged for a week. But 
Achilles points out that he was contracted for 10 fights. Win, lose, or draw, that was his 10th fight, so he's done. Yep. I feel like 9-0-1 is a good way to retire. It's I'd, a good way I'd to retire. It. He leaves to go hang out at his brother's and get cyberbullied. Oh, yeah, they did. I guess the 1980s didn't know what cyberbullying could have no been, idea. did they? <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> clue. <laughs> Fucking noobs. The government's been working on a program of genetically engineered robot pilots to replace Achilles. Okay. Uh, the strongest of them is the only female pilot named Athena. <gasps> I think they're I really trying to make a point there. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of Roman names here. She flirts with Achilles and kicks ass at jungle gym training, and they eventually select her to replace Achilles in the Alaska fight. When Achilles hears about this, he immediately unquits the fight and comes back. Yep. Just I can't because. let a woman do this. No, she's <laughs> cute. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was accurate, Dave. That was pretty much yeah, his motivation. Honestly. Yeah. Worried about leaks, Matsumoto refuses to tell anyone about the new secret weapon and records the instructions to a video that'll be watched in the cockpit of the mech right before the fight. So there's not going to be any time on this. Tex Conway confronts Matsumoto about this, and the doctor reveals that he knows Tex is a spy for the Confederation. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, Big reveal. Your hat's full of secrets. <laughs> Ten <laughs> gallons of secrets. Ten gallons worth of secrets. <laughs> Ten gallon leak. Matsumoto turns on a camera in his office just in time to capture Tex's confession and gets shot by Tex for the trouble. I think he planned this all out. Matsumoto was the smartest guy in this entire fucking movie. He got shot in the head. Who points out getting shot in the head? He did fail a little bit there. He sacrificed. It's the Japanese way. (laughs) I don't don't think so. No, what's the name of the... It doesn't matter. The Japanese samurai that sacrificed themselves. You're thinking of seppuku. It's only like 1% of their population. So he was a fucking Um, future samurai. The last samurai was Tom Cruise. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) He was not... He was the star, but he was not the last samurai. That was the Japanese dude. No. No, he was was the last last samurai. samurai, They taught him those ways. White guy saved the day. Right. Do you not watch propaganda films? <laughs> Jesus, Dave, we we're in just a trade war. We're in a trade war. <laughs> Meanwhile, Athena visits Achilles before his fight and shoots him full of sedatives so she can steal his place and fight Alexander. Achilles fights back admirably for a man in a leotard. Okay, yeah, but you just cruised through him getting, like, nearly date raped. Uh, yeah, she she definitely roofies him. Well, uh, she roofied him to slow down her own date rape because he was he like, was, we're fighting, yep. we're fighting, we fucking. Oh, that's yeah. true. Are we fucking? Yeah, they... They, that they was a preemptive fuck? strike and good for her. It was a really Absolutely. short fight fuck. I've seen some good fight fucks and that was not one. Yeah, Juice is the expert. See Dennis Rodman in Simon Says. Thank you. I'm so glad you thought of the same thing. Yeah. The yeah. It was the best fight fuck ever. Well, yeah. Achilles manages to steal a kiss before he passes the fuck out and Athena jacks his robot and takes the field against Alexander. Though there is a notable size difference between them you would think, right? Okay, but like Grand Theft Robot is fucking street cred as fuck. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and again, the refs don't give a fuck, so they let this happen. Yeah. <laughs> Achilles wakes up, heads to the control room, and says, all right, I guess we'll at least help out against this. So he puts on a headset. Everybody watches the instructions to the new weapon that Matsumoto recorded, and we discovered that this is where he sent the video of Tex killing him. Oh, yeah. So everybody sees Tex killing the doc, and Tex commits suicide rather than be imprisoned. Yeah, I'll I mean, that's a pretty... in hell. Again, it's a pretty hardcore thing to do, right? That's the Texas I mean, doesn't, Yeah, it doesn't even hesitate. Irish straight guy? out a window. That's a Texan good guy. <laughs> Run out of the room, jump out a window on the eighth story. And just fucking head first. I dishonored my mama. I gotta go. Goodbye. 
Athena fights Alexander and uses the new secret weapon, a flash grenade. Uh, it does no good. She gets knocked out and loses pretty quickly. Knocked the fuck out. No. She gets banged hard. Alexander's has four legs. It has a lot of legs. Achilles takes the field and suits up for a final fight where he and Alexander fly to space, chop limbs off of each other's robots. Finally ends with Achilles on foot, hot wiring the severed hand of his opponent's robot to shoot it back at him and get a victory. Blindly. Yeah, but then Alexander rises from the dead. We get a sort of okay hand-to-hand combat on the ground. It's mostly them swinging poles at each other. That's kinder than I'd give it. Yeah, I can't tell if they were. They're real tired. Alexander gets his arm broke hard, so I understand. And they're drunk. Yeah. On power. They both eventually agree to stop. Everybody gets a thumbs up. Rocky for ending. Roll credits. We're out of here. That was Robot Jocks. That was very, very concise, Dave. Not at all. That was a lot more thought than this movie gave it. (laughs) Yeah, I think you spent more time on the plot than they did, but we appreciate you and all the work you do. It was really successful. I mean, they roughly spent about $10 million on it, and it made $1.2 at the box office. Good job, guys. (laughs) Oh, no. That hurts. (laughs) I'm curious how much, because like Empire went bankrupt making this. So how much did the next company have to pay to get that out? Did even they turn a profit? (laughs) I don't know. They they do some admirable world building in the backgrounds in this movie, like all those weird prenatal clothing advertisements. Yeah, and how pregnancy is like encouraged by the state. It's a post-apocalypse. I mean, I imagine they have trouble breeding, maybe. Probably, so the more kids you have. Nuclear weapons? Is that all it takes to fry my broveries? Probably. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, massive amounts of radiation. Mm -hmm. Robot Jocks has taught me one thing. What's Mm -hmm. that? Just one. Just one thing. I can buy toys, and then someone can make a movie of me playing with them and smashing (laughs) them together. Because this is kind of a reoccurring theme on shitty cinema, and Mm -hmm. it's not even like childhood-based shit. I mean, I know this month is, but we brought G.I. Joe and things of that nature, which is just toys smashing against Godzilla, Godzilla versus uh, King Kong. Oh, it's the other way around, but fuck you, Yeah, King Kong versus Godzilla. Put your finger down. I see you. We know who the star of the show is. And I love the fucking robots in this film. They are pretty goddamn awesome. They're action figures, and it's fucking beautiful. It's stop-motion action figures that have different auxiliary weapons every time you fight them. They're just fucking mech warriors. Mm-hmm. Battle, battle Max. Really? Didn't you say that the game MechWarrior came out the same year this movie was made, right? Same yeah. year. Yeah. Because fucking mechs are the shit. In, in the 80s, right, we wanted, this is what we wanted. We wanted these fucking mechs. I would have loved to have been in one of these mechs, walking around, you know, shooting things. And the yeah. design of them is actually really cool and pretty varied between the two yeah. superpowers. Yeah. There's a giant spider mech. The other one's got like a tank transformation. I gotta say I was more into soft apocalypse as a kid of like... Well, hopefully nature can mostly take over. It can be fucking cool to each other for once in history, but probably not. I should probably get a mech manual just in case shit goes, you you know, know, sideways. You always want to know how to drive stick just in case you get stuck (laughs) with the manual. I need to know how to transfer my standing mech to a tank mech so I can run people over. Why does he not? He doesn't use tank mech until the end of the fucking movie. Why does he not use that more? I don't know. Once he's down, he pretends like he can't get up again. You don't need to get up if you turn into a tank. Right. fucking stub someone in the toe because that's the worst. I get down yeah. and don't get up just again. just needed some chumbawamba. <laughs> Although the way Nobody that he transforms into a mech is that 
his whole robot basically just does like a little exercise warm up stretch where it grabs its toes and then treads on the back of its legs. We're turn on. Do a forward fold. Yeah. Take a <laughs> it uh, and go into crow pose. It wasn't quite as impressive of a transformation as you were getting on the Sunday morning cartoon. I mean, it still worked though. It did work pretty well, and all of the weapons that the mechs had more than made were up great. for it. I love that this movie was waited like ten years after Star Wars to be made because it, everything wasn't as boxy. It was a little bit sexier, a little bit thinner, a little bit more like mechanized robotic sort of way without being, you know, like oh, yeah. Star Wars I, I, had the I, 70s boxy vibe. This was a little more free-flowing. I don't know. The, the think, suit the pilots wore was practically right out of Star Wars. When they had the hockey like the pads pilots. on, but when yeah. not, it was very like Stanley Kubrick. Okay. Mm. It, right. it took very, yeah. design-wise and minimalism-wise, it, it took a lot from like 2001. I agree. It was space agey. They did have a lot of fucking flashy 3D boxy panels. And morph suits. And morph, morph suits. suits. Well, out of the wazoo. Yeah, that was a, well, it didn't cover the face, so it wasn't a, yeah. I feel like Juice would have wore one of those fucking onesie suits. Oh, you goddamn right. Could you totally fit my figure? It's either really comfortable or really not. Well, Dave, you pointed out the fact that it would make getting out of bed in the morning super convenient. We didn't get breathable fabrics until like 20 years ago, so I can't imagine (laughs) what it would smell like zipping yourself out of one of those. No, no, no. How, How the fuck do you poop in those? You gotta take them off. You push hard. (laughs) No, push hard. No, it's like shitting through a trampoline. You can do it, but you gotta push hard. You just let it go, and then you squeeze it out like the last bit of toothpaste. Just no, I don't. You're gonna have to bend. Fuck you. First of all, you gotta get on a jungle gym, and luckily there's jungle gyms all over this fucking movie. Actually, they use them to pit all of the trainees against each other to see who can make it through the hole in the top first. But hey, here's a surprise. Some of the bars are really fucking hot, and some of them are electric, and some of them fall fakely, and some of them shoot out jizz oil. And we're shaking the camera. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's called the shake room. It's called the shake room. So, I mean, it's supposed to be that the whole thing was shaking, but all they did was just shake. the camera guy was locked in the freezer for three hours before filming this. It's the rattle room, Juice. The rattle room. Yeah, right. right, The rattle room. My apologies. Where all of the genetically engineered (laughs) super soldiers have to compete to see who can climb a jungle gym first? Yeah, to, to climb through a yeah. hole. Yeah, and they kick each other off and the wires are greasy. I just realized, though, I saw Tony Yaw do this at the start of, I think, The Protector? Yeah. Where yep. they're all climbing a tree? Yeah. Where's my elephant? He, I think, I'm pretty sure it was the Where's My Elephant, Tony Yaw, but yeah. Same exact scene. Well, One of the genetically engineered guys does lose his life on that, so they're fucking yep. serious about yeah, it. Yeah, he was a dick, though. He was standing he at the top, yeah, and it had that fake fucking... They, one of the traps is a fake motherfucking pipe to make it feel like you can put pressure there. Oh, yeah. And then he stepped on it. It went. Break away. He fell fucking to his death no! like 50 feet onto no. his neck. We saw him later in a full body cast. Oh. So he was still alive. You uh-huh. saw him later, Dave. Yeah. In my fucking world, he was dead. I've never seen dead him. Dead to me. I don't know him. I mean, to be honest, if I had the option of falling that far, living in a full body cast for the rest of my life, Ooh. or just dying, fucking kill hey, me. I don't imagine he'd be in there forever. Okay, We're time out, out though. Sooner or later. A lot of Nickelodeon kids shows were based on this same jungle gym. 
Yeah, it really felt like that. <laughs> they have people in morph suits throwing fake boulders yeah. down at them and spraying gack on them or whatever the fuck that was called. Yeah, yeah, I was definitely getting some Legends of the Hidden Temple flashbacks. Yeah, and what Nickelodeon show was complete without a live audience that Nickelodeon kids <laughs> could fly into and accidentally murder or maybe send bombs into on accident? Yeah. Oopsie, I don't know. know who thought fucking... The, here is two motherfucking giant 30-story max... Okay, maybe that's... I don't know. They were giant fucking max. Yeah, I'd say 30 tall. stories. 30, that's appropriate. Right. Okay, 30 story fucking max with rocket launchers, Gatling guns, laser beams, a bunch of other fucking weapons. Chainsaw and like, dicks. And chainsaw dicks. Chainsaw I mean, that's, dicks. Yeah, that's really it. My chainsaw hump the fucking audience to death. Super Jay, sick fuck. Jay just reminded me today of the Ren and Stimpy skit of. Ren strapping a saw to his dick and then putting a log on Stimpy's back and it's just simulating sex and like using damn, when he gets done yeah. sawing Awful. through it there's sawdust on the back he <laughs> his fucking saw goes limp no. he takes his pants off throws a towel on the sawdust and then Stimpy fucking sweet eyes him to come back and Ren doesn't want to go cuddle because he's got that post nut and clarity it's true. Is that literally the comic? Yeah, I'm not fucking... No, that's the goddamn TV show they fed us as children. Yeah. That explains why we're this way. God damn no. it. Yeah. Now you know... Now you have insight into my psyche. You want to go into my childhood, doctor? No. This Let's is get why. the fuck out it's of Jay's corner, guys. It's not your week, bitch. You need to get the fuck <laughs> out of Jay's corner. That's true. We gotta get into Dave, Dave's. you're exposing my fucking fragile ego I here. I think you're just <laughs> waving it in our faces and we don't <laughs> want it. Yeah. We don't want you gave it. me a microphone. I you're... <laughs> You're the one who brought up Ren and Stimpy. We're supposed to be talking about how Baby Dave apparently liked propaganda films. <laughs> So tell me about that, Dave. I didn't realize it was a propaganda film at the time. I well, mean, and we didn't realize that was a sex joke, but obviously there's something there. Yeah. That was a sick burn, Juice. So I was, I was gonna say, well, you watched Red Dawn, didn't you? But no, you didn't. No, I didn't. I did. wasn't allowed I to listen to In Sync. They're too sexual, bitch. I watched the stupids. Jay, you watched Red Dawn. Did yeah. you realize at the time? Oh, this is government propaganda. Absolutely. I wrote an essay on it. The at the fuck? time, I did. <laughs> We had to watch it in no, school. You watched no. it and you wanted yeah. to be those kids and fight back the Ruskies. Absolutely. And yes. I watched this and I wanted to pilot a giant goddamn mech. I don't blame you. That's also, by the way, way better than fucking fighting the Ruskies in a sub. I agree. If you're going to fight them on foot or do you want to fight them in a giant mech with a chainsaw dick? That. Listen, I don't want to fight them in a mech with a giant chainsaw dick because all of the technology is bullshit. This is supposed to be the future and we're still using tube TVs and radios. <laughs> <laughs> There's Sony the TVs at least. We had no imagination with this movie. Yeah, I, to their credit, it's 1989. They did predict self-driving cars and the ability to like lock it remotely and close the doors. Okay, but you had to have a full TV size remote. Yeah. And I mean an 80s TV size remote to lock your door, use your TV, use With your With a fold-out antenna that yeah. you have to pull out every time. <laughs> Everything has a different remote. There's no universal remote. It's you have to carry 50 fucking remotes on you for to make anything work in your life. If one of those remotes opens my giant robot mech, I will split up my smartphone into 50 <laughs> devices right now. While That's you're fair. doing that, I'm going to hotwire your robot because apparently that is very easy to do. Yeah. And you can just rip off door panels and lock people inside places. That's not dangerous at all. Are you talking That's about when he hotwires the fist to well, I'm talking fists, about when the she, bad guy? 
rips yeah. off the lock of his door and locks him in his room. That's an arsonist's oh, dream. Yeah. Yeah, from the outside, you yes. just rip the panel off and pull wiring out, and now the person's locked inside. I don't have a sitter, but I have to go to work. Rip. Okay. Yeah. Well, you can't order food, so you got to eat what's in there. But Mommy no, loves then, you. Then Athena hotwires his robot to steal it. Yeah. Well, just turns it on and then climbs out of the pit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. tried to put the override, and she's like, yeah, no. Thanks. I don't think I'm so. Good. JCVD was almost cast as the lead in this movie. I read that. I That's, would I'd, also come oil. This would have been a good movie for him. Yes, yeah. this would have been fantastic. Although we did only see like two robo kicks. But so. can robots do the splits? I think that's what makes Definitely. them not human. No, I don't I mean, think they can. Listen, I would love to see Jean-Claude Van Damme try to do the transformation into tank mode. Like literally acting it out where he lifts his legs above mm. his head and then slides his torso <laughs> forward. I would also love to see that. Okay, but Van Damme did kickboxer in 89, so... Yeah, he had got to have it kicked. I mean, that is a class. That is a legendary film. I know, but wasn't he doing like three movies a year sometimes, though? Yeah, that's not the point. He just needed more cocaine. Well, all right. (laughs) I mean, that was the only problem. No one gave him enough Patreon money for his cocaine, you assholes. (laughs) Anyway, we're not talking about Van Damme. We're talking about Tex. What's his last name? Tex Conway. 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 Tex Conway. Well, gee willikers, this Asian guy's really killing my fucking vibe because all he did was talk shit to the Asian guy the whole time. Do we even know if he was Japanese? He didn't sound Japanese. No, he, sounded he called American. him. He called him in that. He said, this Jap is really getting my vibes <laughs> down times. or something. But yeah. why? Because it was 1989. Yeah, and that was still okay. Was that still okay then? Not really. No, but, like, but, no, but everyone was too afraid of being murdered to speak up. So yes, <laughs> I guess it was okay. I'm not really sure. But Tex Conway is the Slytherin cheat Texan that's playing both sides. He became a hero for the Americans yeah. so he could report back to the Ruskies. Yeah, he double-crossed the market, the American side, for the Confederation. But really, what's more American than selling out? Fair Nothing. enough. <laughs> Capitalism 101, baby. Heart disease, I guess, but then selling out. Ooh, nuclear fallout heart disease has got to be rough. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not honestly, it's like Central Park heart disease. It would just be the getting heart disease by the time you're like 25. I do like Tex Conway is obsessed with tubies with boobies. He will take any <laughs> shot at the tube babies, okay. but he's really Whoa. into the tube chick. There's Wait, one girl. Roll back the tape, Casey. What? Dave, will you explain to the yeah, Cinemites what the tube babies Casey is referencing let's, let's before keep, we the just slur they keep using, through? The slur they keep using with the tube babies is tubies. <laughs> nah, there ain't no goddamn tubies. They don't eat food, tubies. Meh, meh, meh. But he does take a shine to our hot female lead, Athena. Athena, whose actress's name escapes me. Yeah, but she's tubies with boobies. <laughs> because she's going to hook up with the main character. Because they're both Marie hot Johnson. and have really flat bodies and sharp bones they could cut each other with during sex. Who knows who's going to survive? I would love to see them do a full fight sex scene. It's kind of like two eagles fucking. Like, hope they finish <laughs> before they fall to the ground. But if not, it still might be art. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's a lot, though. It's the danger of seeing how close they can get yes. before they break away and Two fly. thin athletic people, fuck, there's always the danger of dying. Always. <laughs> I can attest to that. That's true. Minus the athletic part. 
I think one thing, aside from some of the post lore that they put in there, they did a really bad job of displaying that it was a post-apocalyptic world. There were there was some decent enough world building throughout this movie. There was some good world building that it was a dystopian, but they didn't uh, really play the fact that you know we're all living in radioactive hell. I feel like they kind of glossed over the why are we forcing pregnancy on women sort of thing. Yeah, they just kind of implied yeah, that. Watching like- it again as an adult, seeing these weird <laughs> pregnancy prenatal fashion clothing advertisements yeah. in the One background. of them was a lingerie with a pregnant lady. I'm like, well, okay, yeah. I don't need this. But the baby was wrapped in the lingerie like, you still have time to fuck. Trust us. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It was weird, but it was it was weird in the way that like Aeon Flux was like, I don't understand it, but I feel like you're telling a story with it. So I feel like there's a lot left on the cutting room floor. Probably, and- yeah. Yeah. I still don't know how the fuck I feel about I Am Flox. It's kind of like if someone would have made the abridged version of Dune. <laughs> yeah. And just kept it would not the action only. Just the action only. Yeah, I can get I get I get that. Other than Matsumoto, I'm gonna say my other favorite characters were the refs in this. <laughs> the refs are yes. amazing. I wish these guys would ref UFC. <laughs> you wanna see people fucking freak out about rules? Imagine if like Herb Dean took a shit ton of like Herb tranquilized. Dean? It's Herb Dean. No, it's Herb Dean because I got some <laughs> weed from him one time. Actually, these were on par with the UFC refs back in like the UFC 1 through 10 days when it was on VHS. It was like 2001. <laughs> they, right. they didn't really have any fucking rules. No, it was just they'd have like a sumo guy against a Muay Thai fighter and it was basically just okay, no nunchucks and try not to murder each <laughs> no other. No physical Go. weapons, no rules, just right. Yeah, and no fish hooking. The Robot Jacks refs are that, but with mechs. Yep. Yeah, they do straight up fucking tell Achilles, yeah, we don't really care that, you know, you like jumped in the way of this flying fist to save a bunch of people. No. Uh, we don't We don't care that the deal. weapon was illegal in the first place. Yeah, we don't even give a shit about that. This roughing is a night job. Their day job is driving city bus. They're very fucking <laughs> jaded people. They don't care about your shit. Your poor planning doesn't constitute their emergency. Yeah, I mean, when they're floating around on their little hover around, their little Lakitu boat that like yeah. floats as the ref, right? And they're about to get fucking stepped on by Alexander. They're just chill as fuck until the last minute before they jump off. Yeah, they, that's Don't the do only it. thing they do care about is when Alexander doesn't listen to them. Right. Like, Which, all right, I mean, now know, we're going to fucking get on your shit. But he, he is kind of in the superior position with his fucking Mac. Yeah, but they're in the superior position with their jadedness and their dead inside, <laughs> yeah. plus 20 to dead they inside. They will never forget him. Actually, it would have been better if he died in the end. I'm kind of disappointed he didn't because his life is going to be shit now. He probably died shortly after by the refs. Yeah, well, no. Oh. I, no, I think like- Vengeance. <laughs> Absolutely. The refs, you know, the refs do the everyday man job, right? So he never gets his trash taken out anymore. He can never get any transportation anywhere. He tries to make a call. He gets connected to somewhere in Kenya to someone who can't oh, understand him. Yeah. His life is fucking hell now. I bet. Kind of. What is that called? That's not, a really fucking cruel torture. Juice. Not mm-hmm. flash mobbing. Gang stalking. You get gang stalked <laughs> by everyday jobs. You know, I'm so glad I didn't know that was a thing until now. Your server poops in your food and you've never met that person, but they know who you are. Mm. And People they're pay me to food. do that. After all we've discussed, it's come to that time of the evening. Yeah. Casey, 1989's Not Pacific Rim, Robot Jocks. <laughs> <laughs> Would you watch it again? Oh, man. Come on. I'm torn. Come on. I've seen it twice now. Yeah. Ooh. 
yeah, I would watch it again. Yeah. Tex, Tex Conway makes this fucking film. <laughs> Dr. Matsumoto, bless your sweet baby heart. Not Mick Jagger. <laughs> your face is on too small. Uh, it's a trash movie. It's something you only have to pay half attention to. And it's motherfucking robots right. fighting and people getting smushed. I'm all about this. I wish this is what the... If this was in the Olympics, I would actually fucking care. (laughs) (laughs) And I also learned my new best way to hang up on people by just yelling, end transmission. (laughs) Juice, would you watch Robot Jocks again? Uh, Yes. And um, transmission. Jay, would you rather... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Sorry, go on, Jay. You know, you might as well. I can't add anything more. There was robots, and there was explosions, and... There was one butt. There was a butt. There I, was a pube. There could have been a little bit more nudity. I, I will give them that. For the um, 80s, everyone's still on cocaine, and they want to see a lot of tits. we're rocking bots. You get really hot when you're high on cocaine, yeah. and so you just got to take your clothes well, off. I don't know. I know a lot of fat cokeheads, too. But they're usually the drinky cokeheads. Well, I don't want to see them get naked then. No. And we don't need to go there. No. So I have nothing else to add. Without a doubt, I'm going to sit down and watch this movie again. Thank you, Dave. Jay, how about you? Are you going to sit down and watch Robot Jocks again? I worry that your guys' view is a little bit too rosy. You're not paying attention to the close details. Mm. If you were watching and you looked on the side of their arms, you'd notice a patch, a very familiar patch. It's the Umbrella Corporation. So what we've actually learned is that the zombie apocalypse is what happened. They rewrote fucking history, and they told you that it was World War IV, but really, they're still continuing their zombie fucking experiments. That is is the actual history. If you follow the fucking money, Dave, you'd know exactly what happened, and so yes, I'm gonna watch Robot Jacks again because I know the truth. <laughs> I know the, the truth. Story of Mila Jovovich's parents. Yeah, they were Robot Jacks. So here's the important story for you, Dave. This is your childhood. We're ruining. Mm. Would you watch it again? Well. Number one, anytime you've asked yourself, why did they make seven Resident Evils? Me. (laughs) So if you tell me that this is in that universe, it just got even better. But yeah, going back to this childhood movie, I did not realize the Soviet Union propaganda (laughs) as a 10-year-old. That kind of came as a surprise looking back now. But the rest of it, the robot mech fights look awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. Or good enough. They have some really... (laughs) I like the world that they've built up. It's not good, but it's a hell of a lot of fun. Hell yes, I'm going to watch Robot Jocks again. I'm so glad that this fit in and we could pull it out again. Damn, guys. Four out of four. The verdict is in then. Shitty Cinema is going to sit down and watch this amazing film again. Damn right. Juice, next week, it's your movie. What are we watching? This is my movie next week. We're going back to a movie that I'm going to regretfully say that I probably am going to enjoy this a lot. If we watch The Stupids again, I'm going to poop in your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it might be just as bad. So we are going to go 1995. We're going to stick it in the 90s again. Okay. Batman Forever. Yes. So good. Is that Bat Nipples? That's Bat Nipples. That's (gasps) Jim Jim Carrey. Carrey. As the fucking Enigma. Edward Enigma. There's so many puns in that movie. Wait, no. Is that George Clooney? I think I that's think Kilmer. I think that's Kilmer. Is that Val- I think that is Val Kilmer. Yeah, that's Val Kilmer. Right gotta, after Keaton stopped. I gotta know what kind yeah, of underwear to wear to this. <laughs> it's, it's the Val Kilmer bat. Because he's up against Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones, um, not Schwarzenegger. Not Schwarzenegger. And who played? Poison Uma Ivy? Thurman. Uma, Uma Thurman. Thurman. Yeah. <laughs> Uma. We all Uma. kind of took that one to the chest. 
David. Better than that. No. <laughs> what is wrong with you? That's a gift from God, David. That is a gift from God himself. He's come down and he said, Uma Thurman will be fucking poison ivy. Red wig. You're welcome. Big feet. Big <laughs> Big sexy clown feet. For you. Beef top feet. Beef Top. <laughs> 104.7 beef top and nose fuck in the morning. Let me see them beef top piggies. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening and sharing. If you like this podcast, please give us a good recommendation on Facebook, Google, wherever the fuck you listen to podcasts, minus Apple. Long story. Don't make it weird. Check us out on Twitter at Bad Movies, Bad People, and that's PPL, or see us on Patreon. Now let's turn out the lights, shoot some tranquilizers, and go slither out of our jumpsuits. Bye-bye. Uh-huh.